Father, we thank you for this word today, Lord, um, called Blind Faith. Father God, we ask for our faith to be encouraged today, Father God. We ask for our faith, our faith to be sparked in the Spirit, God. Father, we ask that we be tossed no to, no to and fro by our thoughts or our emotions or the way we think things should look like or be. Father God, that we, that we that you be our compass, Father God, and whatever your direction you point us, Father God, we walk in it in faith, Father. We ask for the spirit of the wisdom and revelation to come, Lord, and let 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 it be um, faith be um, built up in us today, God, like never before. Thank you in Jesus' name, Amen. Today's message again is called Blind Faith. We must believe in our heart is to obey Him, and then our feet will follow Him. In Psalms 85, 8-13, it says, I will hear what God the Lord will speak. For He will speak peace unto the people and unto His saints. But let them not turn again to folly. Surely His salvation is nigh to them that fear Him. That glory may dwell in the land. Mercy and truth are met together. Righteousness and peace have kissed each other. Truth shall spring out of the earth. And righteousness shall look down from heaven. Yea, the Lord shall give that which is good, and our land shall yield her increase. Righteousness shall go forth before Him, and He shall set us in the way of His steps. God will set us in the way of His steps. Sometimes we think we're moving and going in our own direction. But, but if you have peace and God's speaking and you're asking Him to lead you and guide you, you have to believe that you're in the right place at the right time doing the right thing, what you're doing, because He is leading us. And it says in Psalms 37, and He's leading us by faith. The wicked borroweth and payeth not again, but the righteous show mercy and giveth. For such as be blessed of Him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. Here it is. The steps, everybody say, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delight in his way. And this was said before Jesus came, so there's no none really good, but it's those in Christ, the righteous shall inherit the earth. The righteous, God will lead them wherever they're going. So it's the enemy that comes and tries to put fear and doubt and make us start to double think. And we're going to get into that in James and start making us question where we are and at. But we need to know that if we love Him and we're asking Him and we're not moving in the flesh, that He's not going to let us get off course. And in that, He's working His good pleasure inside of us wherever we're at. And then it says, Though I fall, and he shall not be, I shall not be utterly cast down. Though the Lord uphold me with His hand, I have seen the young, and now I'm old. And I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging for bread. He is ever merciful, and He lendeth to to His seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good, and dwell forevermore. For the Lord loveth judgment, and forsake not the saints. They are preserved forever, but the seed of the wicked shall be cut off. The righteous shall inherit the land and dwell therein. And their mouth is righteous, speaketh wisdom, and their tongue talketh judgment. The law of God is in the word of God that's in our heart. None of his steps shall slide. The wicked watcheth and the righteous seeketh to slay him. None of our steps shall slide. That's our promise. That's what he has for us if we we humble ourselves. If we wait on the Lord, if we um, do what He's asking us to do, not, not always in our timing, but we have to trust that He's leading and guiding us. Even when He's leading and guiding people away from us, He's leading and guiding them even though He's going to bring them through something. But those that trust and wait on the Lord shall not be deceived, shall not be moved um, back and forth and be in, 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 always questioning. So God wants to instill this in us. Because in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, it says we walk by faith and not by sight. In other words, he's talking about our whole salvation. Like our salvation will be, will speak at the end. 
as we walk by faith. You can't see really heaven. God might give us glimpses of things, but we believe the Word and then we see our future in the Word. We have to have vision of, of what He'll give us, vision of where we are to go and the way we are to walk. And, and, and when we start to think or go by what we feel or what we think or what things look like, sometimes we put our witchcraft on our own self. He's like John the Baptist. You know, he, he didn't, his vision wasn't to sit in the jail cell, but that was obviously um, the, his, his demise for his end of his life. So as he, as he sat there, but I get, and right now where he is now, he doesn't even think about those things because of where God has taken him into glory. But sometimes our circumstances don't, don't look like what we think they're going to look like. But at the end, they shall speak. Everything speaks at the end. What we go through is to get to where we're going. Everybody has to go their own path with God to get to where God's going to take them. And nobody's path looks exactly the same. Everyone has different upbringings, different family members, different um, gifts, different talents, different strongholds, different things that they've come out of. So everybody's walk is different, but God is leading everyone that puts their trust in Him. And as long as you do not and then if you're, you have to believe that you're in the right place, doing the right thing, going, and everything's right. If God's giving you, if He's speaking to you, and He's not telling you that you need to just continue to do what you're being led to do. Even waking up, making a phone call, doing this, looking to this, talking to this person. You have to believe that God is leading this in your life. Because if you're not, you have His perfect will. His except you got that one will. It's His perfect will, God. If you're submitted to Him, that is the will of God for your life. James 1 says, The servant of God of the Lord Jesus Christ to the twelve tribes that are scattered abroad, greeting, my brethren, and count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing that the trying of your faith worketh faith. The trying of your faith means you're, you're questioning, but you're doing. You're, you're, try, you're being tried. You, you, you're just... Going by faith, God's trying you, and it's like you don't want to. It's it's not a it's not a like the trying of Joseph's faith got him to to the palace. The, he didn't expect to be go through all that. He 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 fulfilled his destiny. So not every every way that we go is exactly the way we want to go. It's not always the easy way, but we have to trust God in every situation. Paul on house arrest two years. Well, that must have been God's will because he stayed in that. And wherever God already sees, see the thing with God is He's not in time, so He's already seen all that and He says it's okay. Because if He's allowing us to do something, He hasn't stepped in to change something, then He's actually working something in us by what He's working from around us, all the things that are happening around us to work out His good pleasure in us, to fulfill all righteousness in our inward parts. It says, knowing that the trine of our faith works patient, but let... Him have his, have her perfect work that you may be perfect, entire, wanting nothing. If anyone lack wisdom, let him ask of God. He that giveth him liberally upbraideth not, and shall he give unto them. But let him ask in faith. And God doesn't want you to just ask and I have faith. Just that's religious. We ask things all the time. Some people pray all the time. It's like. That's the same prayer you always pray. That's not a that's not a prayer of faith. That's just rhetoric to God. God doesn't want it. He wants you to pray believing. And so He puts it in your heart. So when you pray, you shall have it. Not wavering. For he that wavered is like the sea driven by the wind and is tossed. For let that man think that he shall receive nothing from the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let, let the brother of low degree rejoice that he is exalted. But the rich... And that he is made low, because of the flower of the grass shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen of the burning heat. Whereas the grass and the flower grow, there falleth the grace, the grace of the fashion of it perish, perisheth. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Blessed is the man that endures tempting. That's what he's saying. He's saying it's so much worth, so much more when you... Let God lead you, and you let God be formed in you. That if there's nothing, there's no money on the earth that is better than that. There's nothing that's better than that. And then we'll even take you in, in Peter where he talks about this. For that he is 
For when you are tried, you shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love Him. Let no man say he is tempted and tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither is tempted by any man. But every man is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. So we, God wants to... There's that scripture that says um, in the Bible where um, he says, um, Godliness with contempt is great gain. And I think that's where God wants us to learn to be contempt where he has us. Then, he, then in that godliness... He adds all those other things to us. So his number one objective is to produce Christ and godliness in us. And he always takes care of our needs. But we, he wants to increase us and he's going to increase us. And he's going to increase us that we have lack of nothing in spiritual and that. So we have to be and in the process of the waiting and that he's working patience in us. And then from faith to faith we go. And then we begin to have even more faith where it's just natural. So whatever level God's taken us to, then it becomes a normal thing to us that we don't even consider anything. We're trusting Him and all our ways, leaning not on our own understanding, acknowledging Him as He directs our path. That is our promise. We have to believe that He's not going to let us get off to the right or the left if our heart is humble to Him. He's not going to, and then let us make a mistake and laugh at us. We need to trust whatever state we're at or whatever position we're in that he's leading us and even if we're letting go of something and holding on and then it's a new season that he's stepping us into that he is with us the devil wants to come and steal the seeds the devil wants to come because if you wouldn't have made that first step if god wouldn't allowed you if you were seeking him fully to do what he wants you to do so things sometimes don't always look like you thought they're going to look like doesn't mean god's not in it or he's not leading you because if you look at all the stories in the Bible, and we're going to go through a few of them in a minute, all of them in the middle thought it, God wasn't with them anymore. But it came to find out that that He was there, and He was bringing them to where He wanted. Abraham, you know, well, there is an Israel now. Well, the promise came. Wherever He lived, he, that piece of land ended up being theirs, and that was the land that now we have the promised land in the Spirit, where God wants to take us to as the triumph of our face. Like, our faith is worth more than gold. Our faith in heaven is what... Our faith is what God is... Is our store bank in heaven, too. The faith is what God is storing up in heaven, which is going to be the great reward, is of our faith. And it's going to be tried by fire. And tried by uh, by persecution. All these different things that we need... That we stand knowing that He is faithful and just. And He's doing whatever it's needed inside of us to be able to get us to the end result, which is the heaven and salvation with Him in the Spirit. So it says, and, and then it says, the only one we're drawn away when, when, when lust has conceived it bringeth forth sin, and sin when it's finished bringeth forth death. Do not err, err, my beloved. Every good and perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, which whom is no variable or no shadow of turning. Of His own will begot us with the word of truth, that we should be the kind of firstfruits of, of creatures. Wherefore, my beloved brother, let every man be, be swift to hear, that means hear first, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, we lay apart all filthiness and, and superfluity, of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to save our souls. But ye be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourself own selves. For as many be hearers of the word, and not doers, is like a man beholding his natural face to a glass, or behold himself, and goeth his way, and straightway be, forgot what manner of man he was. So the word of God is directing us. And we need to have trust in that. No matter what we're going through, whatever thing, God is going to try our faith, whether we believe. Just like all the things with, right in the beginning, we knew what we knew. Now it's just like, okay, what house is it? Where are we supposed to do? What are we? He doesn't say anything. So we got to trust if He doesn't step in, or maybe He doesn't give a dream, or He doesn't, or we're feeling peace about it. We need to believe that He's, he's watching over us, and, and He's not going to let us make mistakes. 
That shows our faith in Him. Now, not pride and, 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 and things like that where we get off and do things that we want. We wait and we pray and we ponder and we go and we move. Not, and some people, some people might be sitting um, all the time and always waiting on, on a confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. God doesn't like that either. He doesn't want you to be a confirmation. That, that's actually, it's good in the beginning that you don't want to miss God, but then it gets to be a habit and then it gets to be um, idiotic because now you're always waiting for confirmation. He's like, that was for babies. Confirmation is for babies. The, those that are mature are led by the Spirit of God. And if you're led by the Spirit of God, you don't need confirmation. You're led by the Spirit of God. You're already walking with Him. So whatever direction you turn to the right or to the left, you got to believe that He's guiding you, that He's that He's leading you, and then we wait on that. But and then if we're humbling ourselves under the Word of God, the Word of God is going to direct us. And sometimes we have to go backwards to go forward. In other words, sometimes we have to take a decrease for Him to increase, because He's He's getting a hold of our life and rerouting us in another direction because He has something bigger coming. And sometimes it doesn't make sense. And, and, and all that we're doing, but we need to trust in Him. No one's going to say, Oh, Father, guide my steps. Show me which direction to go. Oh, I don't want to make a mistake. I don't want to make a mistake. And then God's just going to laugh at you and let you make a mistake. He's, he's God. He's, not, he's a good Father. But if we just begin to do what we want to do, not read the Word of God, not, not do the right things with our finances, and not hear Him or pray or ask Him, He'll let us fall in a little trap where we'll, He'll use all those things and then we'll have to repent and get on the right direction. But if we have a humbled heart and if we're asking Him and if we're praying, He is faithful to lead us and guide us. And we can't go by what, what things feel like at the time or what, what because that means if we're, lit, if we're hearing the right gospel, then we'll know. Not all the time, times things are always the way we think they should look like, but we're, be, we're walking by faith, not by sight. And here's one. I want to pull this out of the Message Bible on both these things just to get... Um, I don't usually do this, but it's just kind of to, 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 to see this. I thought it was interesting. I got led to do it. We don't do this much. But it says James 1, uh, verse 2, all the way to the same one I just read, 24. Consider the sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come at you from all sides. You know that you're under pressure. Your faith life is forced into open and it shows its true colors. So don't try to get out of anything prematurely. Let it <clears throat> do its work so it can become so you can become mature and well developed, not deficient in any way. If you don't know what you're doing, pray to the Father. He loves to help you. You'll get his help. And he won't <clears throat> be condescended to when he when you ask for it. Ask boldly, believing, without a second thought. People who worry worry their prayers are like winds whipped up in waves. Don't think you're going to get anything from the master that way. A drift of the sea. Keep all your options open. In other words, ask him knowing that he loves you and he's not gonna he is oh thank you. He is going to lead you and believe it and see what wake up, pray, alright, I'm not feeling this God. Am I going the right direction? And then that. And then start walking. And then things and you just have to walk out in faith. Abraham just said that direction. And he started to walk. Thank you. So he says, ask boldly. And then if you worry in their prayers, it's like if you're praying and you're worried, then you're showing that you don't really have faith. You're just praying religiously. And God wants to say, so you pray, say, God, this is tough now. I don't know what's going on. Is this your will, your way? I want to walk in it. Show me and believe that he's going to, and then get up and just keep doing what you're supposed to do. And knowing if you're going the wrong direction, that's called relationship. He's going to move you in the other direction. You'll get a phone call. You'll get this. And see, the enemy wants to come to get you off course. The enemy wants you to come and start doubting. And then what happens when you doubt, you lose your, you, you lose your peace. And then all of a sudden, you start to put witchcraft on yourself. And then what happens is you start to double think the steps that you already felt you got led to take. 
and the steps that you got felt led to take, it was good beforehand. Even though when you when 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 you took that step, you 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 were, and then all of a sudden now you don't hear or see. You're like right where you're supposed to be. Like step out and okay, now what? But you know we were supposed to go to Nicaragua. We got all that because because of what would have came in the natural. Then when we knew it, when God knew we knew it, He doesn't. We don't want God doesn't want you to wake up every day and Him have to tell you every thing at one time you just get led by the spirit you do what you're supposed to do and as you do and you humble yourself to him he leads us and we do it in righteously we don't steal we don't do that we try not to fight we don't we love and as we're loving and doing all these things he is and the minute we get off course a little bit if we're in that position with him he's gonna shift us right where we're supposed to be sometimes he just wants us to wait something out for a while because he's working something inside of us. That's what he's talking about here. So when, okay, so it says, and people that worry with prayer, so you won't get anything from the master. Keep your options open. When down and outers get a break, cheer. And when the arrogant rich are brought down to size, cheer. Prosperity is as short-lived as a wildflower. So don't ever count on it. You know that as the sun rises and pouring down on scorching heat that the flower withers and the petals are wilt before you. Know it. That peaceful face is barren as a barren stem. Well, that's the picture of prosperous life. At the very moment, everything is looking on in admiration and it fades away to nothing. Anyone who meets and testing challenge head on manages to stick it out with a mighty... And, and is mighty fortunate for such persons loyalty and love with God the reward is life and more life act on what you hear post this all intersections dear friends lead your lead your ears follow up your tongue let anger and, and straggle along in, in the rear God's righteousness doesn't grow from human anger so throw all spoiled virtue and, and, and cancerous evil in the garbage. In simple hum, humility, let our gardener of God do the, be the landscape. You with all the word, making salvation the garden of your life. Don't fool yourself into thinking that you are a listener when you are, when you are anything but. Letting the word of God go into your ears and out, of, and, and out the other. Act on what you hear. Those who hear... And don't act or like that glance in the mirror and then walk away and two minutes later have no idea who they are and what they look like. Now, First Peter says like this, 3-9, through nine, Blessed is be God the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to His abundant mercy has begotten us again unto a lively hope in the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God. you got to believe that we're kept by the power of God. Everybody say, kept by the power of God. You don't see it, you don't feel it, but you have to trust that. If we are the sons of God and we are humbly letting, we, whatever circumstances, family, um, housing, um, education, whatever God's leading us, if we're really the sons of God, He is, whatever we're, He's doing in a, is for His eternal purposes and to build His kingdom. And not only to build His kingdom, to build a faith in us to whatever comes our way in the future, even in this nation, that we'll be able to stand because we built a relationship with God, just like Abraham built a relationship with God. As we build that relationship with God, no matter what comes our way, we stand and know that He's going to bring you through. No matter what the outcome is, whether it's our head get chopped off, we know we're in glory with Him. We stand in faith. It is the price of faith that God is, is the, the... Faith is the currency of heaven. Faith is the currency of heaven that we deposit all the time. It's what God looks at and He says, that's what pleases Him. Without faith, we cannot please God. So when we don't have faith, that's it. It doesn't matter. Everything else, faith, that's why it says faith without works is dead because God says, okay... Faith doesn't look like anything, anything until it sees the... Okay. God looks at... Everybody says, oh, I have faith. Is, is when what we do manifests the faith. So until we act on what we believe, 
you can't really see faith. So as we act on what we believe, or we even stand on what we believe, then He comes through. And once we pass that test, He increases us in faith, in the knowledge of Him, and in a relationship with Him. He says... And, and the power of God through faith unto salvation is revealed in the last time, where we greatly rejoice. Now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptations. Temptations are basically going ahead of God or trying to do something. That's what happened to Abraham and Sarah. They were tempted by their own desire to want the promise. And they think they... they their faith was tested, but they allowed to get something in the flesh, and that's what Ishmael came on. In other words, they heard the promise, they believed the promise, but when the promise didn't happen in the time that they thought, or it didn't look like, they decided to help God. And that's, that's a temptation to try, God said, you know, I want you to do this or that, or go here or there. And then, but He didn't say when or where, so we wait on the promise, and we be led by the Spirit. So, they looked at themselves. So what happened with Abraham and Sarah was they started looking at themselves. So, oh, we're getting old. We better do something quickly. We better hurry up and do this. So as they're getting old, so Abraham, Sarah gets the, the, the maid to do something. And actually, it was, it, it was the promise manifested in their own, their own strength. And God didn't receive that. God's, God wanted it to be even miraculous. See, when God does something, He gets glory from it too. So whatever He's doing in our life, and even doing in Israel now, look how small it is. Surrounded by all its enemies, God's getting glory to that. And they're still standing. So that's, that's exactly why, and in us, God will get glory for whatever He's going to do in our lives. It's to give Him glory, not ourselves. So these are things, and even Abraham, man of faith, so don't think that we couldn't end up doing something and that he should have said, no, keep. And the funny thing, it was the wife's idea and Abraham went along with it. But then she was the one who got so angry at the end. At the end and, and it's like, what did I do? Because now she's got this soul tie with Abraham and the, the, the maid. Now she gets mad and kicks the kid and the maid out of there. And then God finally... Gives them 13 years where then they get the promise. Even later, it's showing that all things are possible for them that believe. So we got to know, no matter what, God, if you're humble and we're doing and we're submitting to Him and the power, that He's going to make all things beautiful in His time. Wherein we greatly rejoice through now for a season, if need be in heaviness through manifold temptations, the trying, the trying, we can, we can change trying to the trial of our faith to the testing of our faith. That's what God's doing all the time. He's testing our faith. Being much precious than gold that perish, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen, you love. Whom though... Now you see Him not, yet believing you rejoice unspeakable. That's the type of faith God wants to continue to have in everything. The same faith that we have in Jesus. And we worship, and we trust Him, and we follow Him. Receiving to the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. And let's see what the message says. What, what a God we have, and how fortunate we have to have the Father and the Master Jesus. Because Jesus was raised from the dead, we've been given a brand new life and have everlasting life for, including a future in heaven. And a future starts now. God is keeping careful watch over us and the future. The day is coming when you'll have it all, life healed and whole. I know how great this makes you feel, even though you had to put up with every kind of aggravation. In the meantime, pure gold put in the fire comes out proven and pure. Genuine faith put through the sufferings comes out proven, proved genuine. 
When Jesus wraps this all up, it is your faith, not your goal, that God will have on display and evidence of His victory. You never saw Him, yet you love Him. You still don't see Him, yet you trust Him. With laughter and singing, because you kept on believing, you get what you're looking, looking forward to, total salvation. The prophets who told you, told us this was coming, asked a lot of questions about this gift of life. God was preparing the Messiah's spirit, let them in on some of it. That the Messiah would experience suffering followed by glory. They clamor to know who and when. All they were told where they were serving you. You who by orders from heaven have now heard for yourselves through the Holy Spirit the message of the prophecies fulfilled. Do you realize how fortunate you are? Angels would have been given anything to be on in this with you. So we don't go by what we feel. It's not what things look like. And it's not always the easy way. That's what problem with some of these gospels out there. Everything, everyone's saying, we find Jesus, everything's supposed to be easy. No. Every, we find Jesus and then He begins the good work that He began in you and He'll complete it. He swore all things work together for His good. It doesn't say that all things are easy. All things are going to be... It says all things work together for His good that those who love the Lord are called. So no matter what, decrease, increase, He's working all things together. We must trust Him because He's going he's gonna to bring us from faith to faith and He will bless us and He will strengthen us and He will enlarge our territory. He's, that's what He does. He's a multiplier. So we need to trust. If our heart is humble, see the thing is if, he, if, if we have pride or different things, He's going to work out, make things so He can start trusting, so He can have the glory. And that's why God uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. That's why God picks Peter's and all these people to bring the gospel. Because He wants people that He can get glory through that have no know all what the world gives them, all the certificates and all the things that we've, that we've talked about before, that, you know, doctrines and all this. Yeah, they're great preachers, but they don't have, it's like, there's, God doesn't want smart people of the world. He wants the foolish things of the world so He can get His glory when, when God does great things. And faith in the world's dictionary says this, a complete trust and confidence in someone or something, this restores one's faith, and, okay, a complete trust and confidence in someone or something. That's God. Our complete trust. No matter, it doesn't say trust God when things are going good. Trust God when, when all of our ducks are in a row. Someone talked about ducks this week, didn't they? Yeah. What was that? That was the, on your mind? Yeah. Trust Him when all the ducks are in a row. No. Trust God. Period. Period, period, period. Because... Maybe he's got ducks up there and over here, and they're not in a row, and they're harder to hit, and they're harder to see, but he's got all the ducks. They're where he wants to put the ducks. Confidence, trust, belief, hopefulness, hope. It's funny how they, they use this. Says, he justified his boss's faith in him. So Satan comes with our thoughts and doubts and fears. But fear of the... but. Okay, fear of the Lord is faith. Because when you fear the Lord, that's the only fear. If you fear that everything else, the surroundings or, or, or where you're at, you're actually, that's, that's, that's fear of, that's sin. But fear of the Lord is not sin. That will keep you. So, the enemy comes and makes you start thinking. So God says, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow. So what God wants you to do is trust Him. And that's why it says, faith, um, faith, um, the special is called blind faith. It's like, you might not know what tomorrow, but you've got to believe that God's in tomorrow, and He's going to lead you in tomorrow. And then the next day, and the next day, and all of a sudden, you're exactly where He wants you. And then when you die, you're in heaven. All things are possible for them that believe. Now let's look at Hebrews 11, chapter 11 for the final 
on faith. And let's see how these, how these things come about. We walk by faith, not by sight. And most of us in the world, we walk by sight. You, you're rich because you go to your bank account and it says that. But God says you're rich because you, he's, your, he's your God. You're healed because God says you're healed. It doesn't matter what you feel like. In, in, in your body, you're healed. And one day we'll be totally painless anyway. You can be, you, and God says, speak those things that are not as though they are because they already if the word has said they are. So we speak and faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And God heard Abraham, whether he knew what's happening, he walked up that hill with his, with his son and he was willing to do because he believed God. And he said, this is, this is the promise. Whether God takes it, he'll resurrect it. And that's what he did with Jesus and erected. Now we have all of us. Hebrews 11. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen for. By the elders attained a good report. Though faith we understand that the worlds were formed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness he was righteous, and God testifying of his gifts, and by it being dead, yet he speaketh. So, Abel believed God, he didn't see God, but he believed the word in that, and he acted like he saw God. So when he brought his offering, he like God was standing there and he gave it to him with that type of faith. Cain just did religiously. He didn't really he just said, Oh, I gotta do this. It's 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 time to the offering time of the year. It's and he just did it as a as a work, but not with faith. You see the difference? And Abel was found righteous because of his faith. His faith in doing that and the way he did it. The the everyone says, Oh yeah, I believe God, but then they're murmuring, complaining, like in the world are doing this. We can't. We need to just continue to be steadfast in faith, trusting God. Because when our mouth, that's what we were talking about, James and all that, we need to not speak out what we're feeling. Because when we speak out what we're feeling, we're actually cursing or coming against really because we're we're actually speaking out natural, the world, what we're seeing, not by we gotta speak the word of God out. And when God starts us to speak the word of God out, it starts to come to pass, just like he spoke everything out. Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was found and not found because God had translated him, for before he translated him, his testimony that he pleased God. What was his testimony? He walked with God. He didn't see God, but he walked with God. Because he got in a relationship with God. So wherever he went. His faith, it says without faith we cannot please Him. So He pleased God. It was Enoch's faith in the invisible God that got him the blessing, that got him translated, that got him taken, that he never had to see death. Faith. Today we're talking about blind faith. But blind faith shows itself when we walk in it. Because God shows up. That's the evidence that, start, that God starts to give us. And God starts to increase us. And then God, but we need to be faithful in all of His Word. Faithful with our finances. Faithful with His words. Not questioning God. Oh, God. So if you're faithful with your finances, then you can come back to God boldly and say, God, I've done everything that I'm supposed to do. What's going on? And then you've got to trust Him. Well, if something's not right the way, then He's doing something. Then He's working something in us. But if we're not, if, if we actually believe God, we it's like, when we believe God, we do we, 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 we have the works. We do the works. We preach the gospel. We sow into the kingdom. And eventually, God, everything increases in our life. Because that's believing God, giving to the invisible God that we don't see. What we, how it gets shown, the evidence, is how our life increases and how everything changes around. And as the kingdom expands in our life, it's for every one of us. But until God gets that faith in us, it's by faith to faith and glory to glory. That's what He's doing in us. We need to trust Him. So speak those things. Speak the promises of God into your situation as you get in relationship with Him. It says, 
Without faith it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. You have to believe that. Now, if people aren't diligently seeking Him, then that's where the enemy can get in more and more. Because then you don't have the evidence of your life to be bold in that, and that's where He comes and steals your faith. That's why it's so important to live out and obey the Word of God. Because as we live out and obey the Word of God, then we have faith starts to come naturally because we're doing the right things. See, when we're not, then all of a sudden we begin to fear because we don't have... Or we, we haven't been walking in faith. Because when we walk in faith, we're walking in obedience. So that's why the enemy wants to get us to do things in our own strength, or our own, um, our own accord, and, and start to do things and figure everything out. Sometimes God just wants you to trust. Just trust Him. By faith, Noah, being warned of God, the things not seen yet, See, he, he heard God and warned God and he walked it out as it, as it was already going to happen. Yet moved with fear, prepared. Now this is the good fear, the fear of the Lord because he moved with fear. He's like, it's going to flood. I'm not going to die with all the, these people. I'm going to get on that boat. I don't see the rain and I don't see God, but I heard him. And I see, I see what his word says too. We have the rhema word and... and Abraham didn't have something he read. He heard God. And God spoke to him. And God appeared to him. And we have those one... And he didn't appear to him every day. One time. But Abraham kept walking. And kept believing. And said, God, is this the way I go? And just kept trusting. Kept trusting. And God led him right to where he's supposed to be. Faith, Abraham, it says, Okay, so Noah prepared and prepared the ark and saving his whole house by which he condemned the world, and he became an heir of righteous wealth through faith. So, your faith will... Okay, your... Faith might... We have blind faith, but your faith will... Well, your faith looks like something. Your faith builds something. Your faith shows God your trust in God. And so when God sees that, that's what's going to even when when it, when when ISIS come, or when Muslim, whatever happens here in the one world government comes and you not denying Jesus till the very end proves your faith. Now, if you never have faith in Him, that's why God's building your faith. You won't be able to do that because your faith will be more on what you see, and then you'll see fear. So God's putting heaven and glory in our midst and our eyes completely. That it doesn't matter if we live or die, we have faith in Him because. This present world is nothing to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed that then that believe and trust God and walk in His faithfulness and walk in Him. And that's what we live for. So we continue to walk by faith, not by sight. The world walks by sight. They walk by the stock market, the economy. They buy and sell when everything that they see is working out. But God says to do something sometimes opposite than what the world even looks like. And then He shows because He knows the future. See, man doesn't know tomorrow. They go by yesterday, or they go by, by um, forecast. Like in the bakery where Dory works, they'll, they'll only make as many cakes as they sold the year before, and they'll make a few more, and that's how they, they balance everything. But let's say, all of a sudden, um, there's a hurricane, and everybody runs out of everything. Because now, something happened that they weren't used to going to be happening. So all of a sudden, they weren't prepared. But God says, if you walk by faith in Him, I'll make you prepared for every storm and anything that's coming that man doesn't know. See, man can only rely on man from what they from the past. But God knows the, the future. So man might say, oh, it's I should turn right right here because this this is um this looks better and all that. So you and this is the best deal. And all of a sudden, you buy something because in in your mind it looks like the best deal, but then all of a sudden. Something happens, and then all of a sudden the whole something falls out, and, 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 and the whole thing falls down or something. Something that's uninsurable, and all of a sudden, but God knew that. So we need to go by that inner voice and that peace that He, by faith in Him, faith that He's leading us. No matter what it looks like, He's leading us, and it's not always comfortable. But at the end, it speaks. 
And then you have a testimony. Then you see all that. It's like, then you start to trust Him more and more. That's what He's doing in all of our lives. He obeyed God and went out not knowing whether where He went. Abraham obeyed God. He went not knowing where He went. He called out to the place which should after received an inheritance obeyed and went out not knowing where He was going, where He went. That's how God wants us all to, to have the faith. Of, that's what you ever heard, the faith of Abraham. Why? Because Abraham didn't know where he was going, but God said go. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange count country, dwelling in tabernacles of Isaac and Jacob, and heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which had foundations, which builder and maker is God. Through faith, also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of the child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang, and that's the whole thing. Eventually you're going to get the promise, but God wants to, okay. That's why the whole story is that God wants to eliminate as little, a little, as little bit of Ishmael's that can come along the way. And how do we do that? By just trusting Him and not doing anything in our own mind. Not moving in our own will or our own way. And, he, and when He sees that you're doing that, He leads you even more. Because you, you're going by your Spirit. And it said, those that are led by the Spirit of God, those are the sons and daughters of God. So God is leading us by our Spirit. So if our Spirit has peace, not when we start to think or something... And then all of a sudden we overthink something. Then we start being afraid. That's not from God. When we, when, our, when, when we wake up and we feel right and God's leading us, we need to go by that. Whether it looks, it could be for a season or whatever, but God is gonna, He's going to do something. And see, the problem, Abraham heard God and how many years it took for the promise. But he, he kept walking for it. And that's what we need to do. Where everything in our life, God wants us to just trust Him. And the enemy comes to try to what? Steal our faith. Because when we doubt, then we're saying, well, God, then He'll say something like, are you sure? Are you sure? But really, you wouldn't have made a leap of faith if you weren't sure. Nobody does something like Tanya did, but... Then halfway, almost to the very end, all these voices come and try to... But she knew what she knew and finally had to do it. And then the enemy comes to try to, to make it not right. But when you hear him deep down, you know it. And it bears witness with your spirit. And you just need to do that one thing. And everything God will work out all the little details in the meantime. Therefore, spring, he was faithful to that promise. And... Even of the one of whom the good, good as dead, so many as the stars in the sky and the multitude, and as the sand which is by the sea, a, sh- a sh- seashore immutable, these all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them. Embrace them and confess them. Say they embraced it. They confessed it. God has a plan for our life. It says it in that. So God, He has a plan to prosper it. God, we, we need to embrace that and keep it no matter what we're going through and hold on to it. And he said that, okay, faith received the promises that were afar off, but they were persuaded not. They embraced it. They confessed it. So you start confessing. That's why he said he kept speaking that thing. We keep speaking the vision. We haven't seen it all. All the things in the prophecies, half the things haven't fully come to pass. But we keep speaking them. We keep seeing it. We keep believing it. And that shows God that we have faith in what he said. We don't say, oh, look at this. We're never going to be able to do it. We say, no, he is faithful and just. And he's going to complete the good work that he began in us, with us and all around us. Truly, if they had been mindful of the country from which they came out, they might have had an opportunity to have returned. But now they desired a better country that is a heavenly and a heavenly there wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. 
by faith Abraham, when he was tried, see, he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that Isaac shall be the, be, the seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence he also received him, God might have you sacrifice some things just to see if you're trusting Him. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both his sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the parting of the children of Israel and gave commandments concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born. I can go on and on and on. By faith, all these people did it. They obeyed God. By faith, the walls of Jericho came down. Everybody can stand up. By faith, it said others having trial, cruel mockings and scourgings, moreover imprisonments. They were stoned. He's saying all this. And in goatskins, but they had faith. And you say, that's not our... So you don't look at your circumstance, have faith in God, and then He brings you through. But if, if, and, and, and then, when we stand in that faith then He is faithful and just. And when He sees that, we have, then He increases us and increases Not everybody's life is going to be perfect every month and every week. We are going through things. We're living in this world. There is going to be tribulation in our lives and all around us. But our faith is not in our own strength and it's not in, in our bank accounts. It has to be in God. And he will, not, he will not let us down. So Father, I pray that our faith will be increased in every area even for this expansion in Brazil, God, and this expansion in us and around us, God. Father, we don't want any other Gospels that make us think that you're a sugar daddy or we just do this or that, that everything is going to be easy. We want to be, we want to be prepared to, to have the joy of the Lord in us in all times, in all circumstances in our life. And Father, we ask you, as we walk by faith and not by sight, that you continue to open up the windows of heaven. You give us the power to get wealth. And you give through the hands of man. You take care of us, Father God. You said, Lord, that you would give us the desires of our hearts if we obey you and follow you. We know your word is true. And that what there's nothing better than you working in us, Father God. And advancing the kingdom of God inside of us. So we ask you, Father God, that we have no fear. That we cast down fear. That your perfect love come inside of us. Your perfect love that you're not going to leave us. You're not going to forsake us. If we have a heart humble to you, no matter what it looks like or no matter how hard it is at this moment, tomorrow is going to get better. Tomorrow is going to be the promise. I'm going to walk, no matter what, if it t- tomorrow comes on, I know it's coming and we're going to walk in that, that type of faith, Father God. Faith in you, not in our, what we know, not in who we know, but faith in knowing only the true and living God that we cannot see in the natural, but we know that He's, a, he's among us. And we know that you are, you are faithful to do that which you have started in us and around us, Father God. And you're a God of multiplication. You're a God of truth. And you're a God of mercy. And it isn't about us, God. It's all about you. And it's your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. So we thank you for that. We ask you to increase your faith now and forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen. Play that top one.